obviously we do communicate significantly and with public health and Donna Skoda and her team about uh, still trying to keep people safe. Obviously, you're right. The viruses are still here. And, and I know a lot of companies, especially the hospitals, they're struggling with staffing right now when it comes to a lot of those things um, and trying to get the message out to be able to get vaccines and, and to stay safe. And if you're feeling sick, do these things. And so it's really continuing to try to push that message in and around there. But, uh, no, no, uh, you know, no alarming concerns, certainly not like maybe a couple of years ago yeah. when we were when we were going into COVID and have as little as information as possible with the developing virus. But when you combine it with, you know, hopefully, hopefully people getting their flu shots and, and all of their virus updates, all of those shots updates, and that's the continued message, you know, from the healthcare community to keep people safe, you know, as we gather, you know, with Thanksgiving and Christmas and we're indoors a little bit more, it's still trying to keep those protocols too and, and taking care of yourself and following those protocols with trying to keep yourself safe and your family members. Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan with us. Dan, uh, coming out yesterday, you uh, had a release pertaining to the city of Akron's American Rescue Plan acted and how those dollars will be put to use here in the city of Akron. And I thought maybe you could go down that road for us this morning. Yeah, I, obviously a couple of, when, when the, when the, funding was actually allocated you know we we started a little bit earlier in in trying to develop a plan of where those dollars will go and in significant investments into infrastructure public space public safety you know our our own internal city operations this is part of that continued effort to obviously we update council uh obviously when they request it but then even uh, a little bit uh, before that you know I, we have a website that continues to update where those american rescue plan dollars are being allocated like I said, a significant investment into public space with community centers and pools and housing repair and lead line replacement. And all of those things were really kind of on a wish list, you know, capital budget-wise over the last 8, 10, 12 years because we haven't been able to do that, you know, with the funding opportunities. Now we really have a chance, I think, to make a multi-generational difference into places like Lock 3 and Ed Davis Community Center and Patterson Park and the pools. And those are those are neighborhood investments where – Really, you know, city council has pushed this administration and I know previous administrations to make better investments. And we were always kind of handcuffed, but this is really an opportunity to do that, I think, in a significant way. And this was that update of where those dollars are going. Mayor, how much flexibility do you have with that $12.6 million coming into Akron? Well, actually, it's $145 million. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, the, the guidelines are set by Treasury. They say here, here's how you can use it, and then and then we lay out a plan, and we have to go, you know, uh, uh, we use a um, an outside consultant to kind of give us those guidelines when it comes to the Treasury guidelines to be able to do that because all of this is going to be audited not only by the state auditor but also by the Treasury Department too. And the goal is obviously not to have to spend any, you know, you don't want to return any money, and they have to be allocated by a certain in the next couple of years and spent. And so there is some flexibility about how we do it, but it's not carte blanche. You just don't, you just, you know, the one end of the spectrum is, I guess, just to cut everybody a check, which we can't do. And the other end is to make those significant impacts. And they've got to be COVID related. And when it comes to public safety and public spaces, those were all things that were highlighted during the pandemic. And, and obviously we're not necessarily out of it completely, but that were significantly impacted. Also, it has to be in those federally qualified census tracts. And so there are certain portions of the city that won't see some of those dollars just because that's what the government says where you can spend it. 
As the mayor mentioned, $145 million coming into the city of Akron. Dan, let me ask you this, because you mentioned the word rescue with this plan. I imagine, I'm not saying the percentage, but when we talk about small businesses, and you and I have talked about that with COVID-related closures and struggles and such, I imagine the small businesses are going to get a heavy look here. Well, and, and that's probably the one thing I didn't mention. We did announce just a few weeks ago about a small business grant and 100 businesses, you know, received $10,000 around, you know, what those COVID-related expenses are and really tried to take a look like a market-related approach. And these are small businesses, you know, two or more employees and less than 50 uh, about how that how the pandemic impacted, whether it's retraining um, staff or whether it's making uh, adjustments inside the businesses to keep people safe. And so took a pretty hard look and partnered with the chamber to be able to take those applications and really try to do it in an equitable way, not only across the city of Akron, but, you know, specifically with minority-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, to make sure, you know, that obviously as as those dollars become available, we make them available, you know, obviously first in line um, to be able to do that. You mentioned parks and public spaces, and I think you even mentioned a couple of moments, Lock 3. It's been a couple of weeks since I asked you about, I know the, the developments are in place, the work is being done. Again, can you kind of paint the picture and what the new Lock 3 will look like? Well, yeah, I mean, I, there's a um, – actually, you know, we, we put a lot of that stuff online to be able to look at some of those. And it really is turning it into not only what it was, which was a great concert venue, but really a world-class public park um, with just a little bit of redesign when it comes to the stage and the placement. If you look at, like, what the Civic has done to theirs in the, in the outdoor display, you know, we've got some wonderful winter blast activities that we moved just to the other side of the State Street Bridge and was just down there last night. You were, you were right on the weather when it came to the ice skating and the holiday display. And really, it's trying to connect those and, and make it a world-class public park, not, not only for concert venues on Fridays and Saturdays, but really, uh, you know, a, uh, a daily and a nightly place where people can gather. And, and that's, the, that's the whole purpose of, uh, you know, whether it's lighting and positioning and changing the slope of where that hill goes. And I, to me, it's really exciting to make that investment right into the heart of downtown, you know, because it is a central gathering place and really it is our central park. I agree 100 percent. That's really exciting. The other idea uh, or the item I wanted to talk to you about this morning as we talked with Russ Neal last week coming out of that public gathering, and that's the proposed development over Frank's White Pond, that area there. I know they had a meeting. They got some very good ideas coming out of the meeting. And from your office, it looks like you listened and heard and now there's a new proposal pertaining to that possible development there. Well, and, and, and we've spent, even going back to my time on city council back 2004 and five, in, in, in getting that land ready for development. And we've been advertising it for probably close to 15 or 16 years. And really in a post-COVID world, um, that development opportunity, um, it, we had to take a look at, you know, are people building new office buildings? And so as we looked at some of the available tracks and trying to attract people, you know, housing development made a lot of sense in that area and, and went early on and made a lot of notifications when it came to the planning commission and public hearings with city council. Um, I, I know there's a concerned group that has been down to city council significantly over the last couple of months and have taken some of those ideas. Obviously we disagree on some, uh, but when you look at what the development can provide, which is significant, you know, it's estimated not only with the economic impact with money to the schools and, you know, some retail space, if that, if that is part of it, but you know, it's about a $55 million investment in the housing. And I, I've made no secret over the last seven years of trying to improve, improve Akron's housing and whether it's in our neighborhoods with home repair, whether it's taking empty lots and putting homes on there. You know, that was the whole purpose around the abatement is to jumpstart that housing market 
So we're not only trying to attract companies to say, listen, we think this is a place to good, a good place to do business, but also people. If you are going to be able to remote work and work for a company in Wisconsin or California or Arizona, which people are doing, and that's where the market is, we need to be able to place to attract people too. And I think that that significant housing investment into that area is a way to move back and forward. And, I, and I, I've made no apologies of trying to, you know, not manage things, but I've obviously lead things and put those, uh, those ideas out there. It's not apathy or ignorance. It's really, um, I think, effort in trying to improve the housing stock in the city of Akron, in which we've done a significant amount of study about what that looks like, not only on the affordable side, but also on the market rate side, because I think you need both, and you need a, a development strategy that encompasses a lot of different things. And looking at the city as a whole, I, I think that's a good way to move forward with that development on white pond well mayor and i like what you had to say coming out of that release yesterday you understand the concerns when you talk environmental and you want to make some concerns there you understand the traffic pattern so you 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 took the development and you made it a little bit smaller but you also said hey listen when we look down the road here, we need to continue to look at housing. We can't afford for the population in our city to continue to shrink. I like that you took it into the office and said, okay, I hear this. I see this. We got to make this work. Well, and that's the part of it, too. And obviously, there are some disagreements about whether we should move forward or not. And I completely respect those. Um, but at this particular point, as we look at, you know, the city as a whole and what it needs, how our housing stock was, you know, not very good over, you know, over the we did most of our housing boom during the during World War Two and, and pre. And so as we looked at that housing stock and how to improve it, you know, these new type of developments, which is um, around 250 units um, proposed so far. But we're still going through that with the developer. You know, those that that new portion of it. You know, we've tried to make downtown an attractive neighborhood, and there's been a significant amount of rebuilding or repurposing of some of those buildings. Um, also, when you look at the the residences, a good park with the old Perkins School, and there's a number of those things I think that we have put forward. This is just one part of that market to do it, and we've made a significant investment into affordable housing too. In fact, almost all of another set of federal dollars go towards that federal housing support, but you need both. You can't just have all one of the other. And I think that's what makes a more of a complete city when it comes to that housing stock. And, and when you look at those vacancy rates that are, that are out there in the city and in the region, this is going to be built somewhere. We strongly believe that. And, and obviously it's a competition, not only with surrounding suburbs, but the surrounding you know, cities across the state of Ohio who are doing those things. And you need to be competitive in that market. And I think that's, that's part of you know, what, make, what makes Akron complete on that housing stock. And this would be, like I said, a significant development into housing, into the city of Akron. And didn't really want to miss that opportunity because I think it makes this city, it moves the city forward. I think we need to embrace that progress.